is Podcast Snafu. What's going on, everyone? My name is Skellen Rodriguez, and this is Podcast Snafu. Today, I am joined by a very special guest. He is a man of many trades. He's a tech aficionado and self-proclaimed chicken nugget expert. Danny, welcome to the podcast. You are too <laughs> kind. Thank you, Scotland. Appreciate Listen, that. You gotta, you gotta list the accolades, man, and you gotta be truthful. You know, yeah, you gotta be truthful. You just have a chicken nugget expert. Now I'm like, thank you for that. You know, that's one of my many talents, and not a lot of people know about them. So thank you for you do your research, man. You do your research on people. I, I, I try, but I mean, I'm kind of curious. Like, what makes you a chicken nugget expert? Like, do you have to visit every chain, test the nuggets, see the texture? Like, how, how does one become an expert? Like, ah, uh, man, it's, 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 it's very funny because it's like no two chicken nuggets are, are created equal, you know, but every single one of them is different depending on the region. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, Florida, they like to put a lot of, um, a lot of Cuban spices in their chicken nuggets. Uh, Louisiana, it's more, it's more Cajun. Their chicken nuggets are more Cajun over there. Right. Um, overseas, you know, it's a lot of squid chicken nuggets. So it's, it's a lot, man. It's a lot. It's a lot to deal with right now. doesn't leave much range for, um, healthy eating, does it though? No, absolutely not. Absolutely not. <laughs> what kind of podcast is this? We're talking about health food? No, we're not talking about health food. That's not what the podcast is about. We're here to talk about tech, right? So let's I, talk tech, man. All right, let's talk tech. No, no more, no more chicken nuggets. No more chicken I think nuggets. a good place to start will be the infamous Android versus iPhone debate. Oh, hang I, up. Oh, hang up right now. Yeah. <laughs> I think we've allowed it enough time to sort of let these two platforms grow. So the conversation should be a bit more different now that we're here in 2020. So Android versus iPhone, what are your thoughts? Actually, first, first, you know what? Let, tell me a little bit about your history. Like, what platform are you on? Did you, like, diverge or? Oh, man, I had, oh, God, I've had a Razer. Like, that was, like, one of the, I had the Moto, Moto V300, like a, like a blue flip phone. I used to sell cell phones. And, man, that was frustrating, freaking trying to sell people cell phones. And it wasn't even, like, you, I work for like one specific company, but it was more of a like, like those little huts in the mall mm-hmm. and they're just like trying to just harass you and try to sell you something. It was commission. Oh, it's the one I always avoid. Yeah, no, but I was, I worked on commission. So oh, nice. sorry, not sorry. I don't give a shit. <laughs> um, but yeah, man, I had, I had that. Um, I had the first Android phone. I had the, the T-Mobile G1. Dude. To this day, I still feel like that's one of the best phones I've ever owned. Oh man, I miss that 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 keyboard and stuff like that. Because um, I think that came out around the same time. That was like a direct competitor to the iPhone when it first came out, right? It was. It was. That was that was the whole the whole point of it. Because at that point, I think Android was just part of the, just part of the Android. Uh, what were they doing? The Android open market, like it was just a free open platform. And then years after that, then Google bought them, and then. You know, put them into their system. But before that, like T-Mobile G1, uh, I had the the Microsoft Wing. Mm-hmm. That was another one. It had a little stylus and it had like full Windows Mobile on it. I had the iPhone 3G. Then I jumped to the iPhone 4, the iPhone 4S. I skipped the 5. I went over to Android. I had an HTC One, a uh, few Galaxy phones. Now I have the Galaxy S20 Plus. Okay, so you seem to have enough experience on both platforms to actually have a very credible opinion. Like you've pretty much seen, for the most part, what iOS and Android have to offer. Yes, yes, I, I feel like I do. And what I was going to originally say was that I will always respect what Steve Jobs and Apple have done with the cell phone. They weren't mm-hmm. the first to do it, but they were the first to perfect it. They were the first to make it mainstream 
with the iPhone. I remember when he had the first, um, when he had the first press conference and he was telling everybody like, listen, this is your internet, this is your camera, and this is your music player all in one. So nobody had to walk around with their Walkman and, a, and another portable camera and their phone. None of that was happening. This is your whole, whole thing in your pocket. And it blew up. Dude, I remember, I remember seeing that and like it completely blew my mind that he was able to vaporize physical items and like you said have that all stored into data into apps in one device in your pocket they completely it was they completely just revolutionized the market overnight yeah overnight and nobody i don't want to say nobody but apple led the way for a while and then i feel like and i'm i'm sure i'm gonna piss off a lot of people at this point i feel like at a certain point around the iphone five or six they stopped being revolutionary and they just started evolving with the times little by little and they haven't really done anything to kind of blow everybody out of the water. Granted, I don't feel like anybody else has at the same time, but I feel like everybody's just kind of like tit for tat right now. Apple won't be the first, but they'll be the first to perfect it. Yeah, I think other uh, tech companies slowly caught up to the iPhone and then the iPhone was just like, well, we're just going to kind of do minor tweaks to our phones we're kind of going to just listen to what the consumers want versus like doing what we originally did and that was like innovate yeah they don't they don't have to anymore they didn't have to they could have uh, excuse me they could have um they were possibly innovating on the other ends with the macbook and the imacs and now the um, the super beat up mac pro that costs like thirty thousand dollars that's that's ridiculous it's kind of overkill because you can because you can you can add so much to it and essentially make it the price of a, a brand new car yeah no i'm not i'm not spending that much money are you crazy i got chicken nuggets to buy. <laughs> they're not gonna eat themselves right they're not gonna eat themselves it's crazy uh okay so who would you say android is for and who's iphone for <laughs> i feel like android is for the power users the ones that are multitasking they're doing 20 things at once uh i had the note so at one point i was taking notes with the pen that was actually very convenient. I didn't, I didn't think I really needed it or really wanted it until I, until I had it. And I was like, oh, my God, this is, this is great. Um, and I feel like the iPhone is for the people that just want their phone to work. I just want to check Instagram and take pictures. And, and that's it. That's, that's for your mom, for your dad, for your grandparents that need a phone. I would agree. Uh, I don't have much to say about that because you kind of covered everything I wanted to say. but. I will say this, um, like you said, uh, I feel Android is more for the power user and also like the tech enthusiast and the person who likes to have everything on their phone, uh, whether it be like streaming or having movies on there um, and just fully customizing it to kind of cater to who they are. With the iPhone, I feel like I never have the keys to my house. Never, never. I, I will say this, now that you mentioned that, when I had the jailbroken iPhone 4 or iPhone 4S, that was one of the best phones I've ever had because I was basically, I had the, essentially the best phone that was on the market right now. And just like you said, I had the keys to my house. I was able to change the background, change the icons, um, download um, certain apps that weren't allowed because for some reason Apple just likes doing their Apple thing. And yeah, I don't have to worry about that with, with Android. There was like, okay, here's your phone. You could do whatever you want to. Go ahead. And plus iTunes. 
plus iTunes. iTunes is not for nothing the most annoying piece of garbage software <laughs> that is out right now. It's pretty bad. I think a lot of people would agree with you on that, actually. Um, so it's interesting. Like for me, my journey has for the most part, like in the last 10 years, been strictly Android. Like I've always owned Android devices. And as you know, I recently got an iPhone. Wicked lame. That, that, that isn't to say I haven't really dabbled in iOS. I've had iPads and MacBooks and stuff like that, and, and they've been fine. So, so for some reason, my 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 Pixel was slowing down. Um, and I mean, granted, that phone should have way more RAM on it, but I rest my case. Which one did you have? Uh, the Pixel uh three. Yeah, the regular three or the XL. I had the regular three. It doesn't matter. They still only have the same RAM in it. They have four gigabytes. They should have at least six, in my opinion. If they gave me two more gigs, I I would have been fine with that phone. You know, yeah. and and, and a better battery. But we'll we'll get into that. So <laughs> it was I don't know. I felt like I needed to upgrade, and so the first phone I went out and got was the OnePlus 17 Pro, which was an amazing phone in terms of battery life, how quickly the phone charged, the 120 hertz screen. Um, and just how smooth it was, I never had a better experience on the Android. But for some reason, there was a bug with Instagram that whenever you uploaded more than 15 seconds of uh, video in your stories, it would only upload the first 15 seconds and the rest of the video wouldn't work. Really? Yeah. And I was like, uh, and then, I mean, there was a part of me that didn't want to wait until they fixed that. But then also I heard it was an issue since launch and it had been out for like six months by then. So I was like, mm, I don't know. And for me, like, I also like smaller phones and that phone was also gigantic. So I was always curious why you gave it up. Cause I, I was really jealous when you had that phone. Cause I still had the notes note nine at that point. I had the McLaren edition too, and it had 5g, the McLaren edition one plus. Yeah, that shit had like fucking like 16 gigabytes of RAM. It was ridiculous. Those two things, I was just like, all right, I, I don't know. Um, and, and that's the thing. That's why I gravitated towards the iPhone because I tried. What I learned is that with a lot of Android phones, they tick off boxes really well, but they don't tick off enough boxes. So for me, the iPhone 11 Pro ticked off most of the boxes. And it kind of did, and it kind of just did everything either really well or good enough. And so I, I got an iPhone. Yeah, and it's also plus everything. Just like the whole, the whole market right now is pretty much tailor made to Apple and Apple products. As far as headphones or accessories or 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 even even operating systems in cars with um with uh, Apple Apple Play or Apple Car, whatever it's called. What is that called? Uh, uh yeah yeah Apple CarPlay I think it is Apple CarPlay yeah everything is pretty much tailor made for Apple because everything everything works on it but I just I for every once in a while where stuff like that gets you know connected to just starts advancing to what I would like in a phone I don't want to stay so long in like okay so you could change your wallpaper every now and then I remember like when the iPhone I think it was the iPhone three the 3GS or something or iPhone 4 and you were actually able to change your wallpaper everybody blew that up like it was the greatest thing that ever happened right I remember that and I was like really okay you get to change your wallpaper that's that's fantastic yeah they, they had some weird uh like flex moments it was just very very weird um in your opinion what do you think is the most important thing a smartphone should have mm. that's a that's a that's a tough question because I I really wouldn't be able to knock it down to one specific thing well let's say top three i would say 
no, no, no. So my top thing would be the experience of it. The the everybody, I would say everybody that has an iPhone doesn't know what kind of processor it has. They don't know what kind of memory it has. Um, they know how many cameras. I'm pretty sure they don't know what kind of camera is in it. They just want it to work. They just want the whole experience to work. Because while Android might have better specs on paper, that doesn't necessarily translate to a better experience. Because because iPhone will have uh, an 8-megapixel camera, while a Samsung phone will have 12 or 16. But the iPhone will absolutely take better pictures because the iPhone will have better, better, um, better software. They'll have better AI in order to take that. The iPhone battery will only be like 1,250 milliamp hours. And the, I think it was like the Galaxy Note will have like 5,000. And the standby time on the iPhone is just ridiculous because the software is so odd. I mean, that's what happens when Apple controls everything. Like you have the new, uh, which is the new, the, the new iPhone SE that came out. You heard about that? $400 phone? I think MKBHD uh, did a video on it and I was going to click it. And I didn't get a chance to click it, but that thing is like 400 bucks, right? 400 bucks. I think 450 for the upgraded version, but it has the processor of the iPhone 11. It has the body of the iPhone 8 and I think the camera of the iPhone 10R with a bigger battery. 400 bucks. You can't beat that. You can't beat that. That's a direct attack against the Pixel 4a whenever it decides to to show its face. Those are some sexy phones. Too many phones, not enough money. Yeah, I, I think Apple is um, doing a good job at um, having these different tier lists uh, in terms of what you can afford and what you can't afford. And it still has Touch ID. It still has a fingerprint sensor. So you don't have anybody like holding their phone up to their face while they're driving. Did it sacrifice anything like uh, like the the water resistant like that? The, the, the What is it, the rating? I'm not sure. I think they were a little bit um, hesitant to actually say it was IP68. It did, it did lose the wireless charging, I believe. Of course. I mean, that's, I figured as much. It's $400. That's what happens. Yeah. All right. Uh, next topic. Let's talk tech trends. So that means folding phones, virtual assistant, AI technology, VR headsets, 5G, etc. So let's start with folding phones. Well, how, do you, how do you feel about the folding phones? Uh, I really like where folding phones are going. They're they're ugly as shit, but I'm excited about them because they're actually dude, they're taking chances, man. Nobody's out there taking risks anymore. Yep. And then you have was it the the Royale Flex Pie? I don't know mm-hmm. if you've ever seen that one. It looks like an accordion. I it's think I've seen weird, that one. It's a weird looking like phone, weird, yeah. A weird hinge in the middle. Like it literally looks like an accordion. Every time you open it, it sounds like you're actually breaking the phone. <laughs> um, the Moto Razor came back. Oh, sexy. Um, the Galaxy Fold. Oh, you also have that Escobar phone. You heard about that Escobar phone? No. You didn't hear about that? How was that? You didn't hear about the Escobar phone? No. So, Why is it called the Escobar phone? Because <laughs> it is made by Pablo Escobar's son. Oh, wow. Okay. So, no, no, no. Hold on. This is a funny. YouTube this, and you're going to see all the crazy shit that's been going on with this. But from what I understand, is apparently that someone out there. Uh, I'll say probably Colombia since it has to do with Pablo Escobar. Um, they got a truckload of Galaxy Folds, and okay. they basically like skin them around so they don't look like them, and they change like the wallpaper and change like little things of the iOS or whatever the hell, and they were selling it for dirt cheap, 
400 bucks. Some real sketchy shit. It's some very sketchy shit, but like you talk about MKBHD, he did a video on it where he got the phone. He was like, hey, I finally got it because he ordered one. Mm-hmm. And he's like, this is ridiculous. And he actually peeled off the side of the phone and it says mm-hmm. Samsung under it. That's hilarious. And it's, it's fucking crazy. And like so many people have been ordering it now since they see that, holy shit, they could get a Galaxy phone for like dirt cheap. And no orders are going out. So everybody's just in limbo without without their phone and they just lost all that money. You can't, you can't make this stuff up. Yeah, I think I think people need to give folding phones um a chance. I mean, I think people forget about like the first iPhone and like the first iterations of our favorite devices now. Like they were fucking ugly as shit and it seemed like it didn't make sense. People were complaining, oh, where's my keyboard? You know, but then you slowly adapted to it. And I think that's going to be the same thing with the folding phones. It's not going to become a thing. It's not going to catch on until Apple does it. It's not going to catch on. I mean, the Galaxy phone looks great, you know, bearing the little hinges and the water and the dust and the screen and all that nonsense going on. But you have the Microsoft phone that's coming out right now. That's also very sleek. It looks like, um, it looks like Apple made it. But until Apple makes one, that's when that's when everybody else is gonna is gonna follow. It's crazy how like Apple kind of dictates what trends are gonna stick and what's worth sticking to, you know? Yep. Absolutely. That's the world we live in. Look at their the the high refresh rates that they have on the on the iPad. I think it was like a hundred no, their refresh rates are like two forty hertz. That to me that to me is probably the my favorite trend in technology that's going on right now, not just cell phones, but in laptops and iPads and TVs is a high refresh rate because it just adds to the experience. It adds to how much you like just the choppiness of 30 frames gets so annoying and so tired and frustrating when everybody's just moving and like, okay, this got to work. I have to, I have to go. I have to go. And when you look at your phone and you see that it's choppy and after opening slowly, it just gets annoying. When it comes to like TV and stuff like that, I think I still want to keep it at like 30 frames because that's like, you know, it's more cinematic. Once it gets higher than that, it starts looking like a fucking soap opera, you know? Wow. Not even 60 frames. (sighs) I mean, if you watch, if you watch the Super Bowl, the Super Bowl is running at one twenty. I mean, yeah. I mean, I guess, I guess you're right. I think it's like sports events and like you know, like soap operas. Like if that's like those are even soap operas, man. That's the second time you brought up soap operas. Well, soap operas run like at sixty frames, and they look weird because they're not like you can tell it's extra frames, so it makes it look more lifelike and less cinematic. You just haven't watched a good telenovela. That's your problem. This good telenovelas. I don't know. That's what my grandmother says. No, I wasn't aware. <laughs> but I think I think that's actually more on the back end. I think that's more so um how it's how these uh, things are recorded and televised versus the actual refresh rate on the monitor. Because that helps for gaming too, right? Like you want to have a whole bunch of hertz because you want to have the the advantage. Oh hell yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. Frames. Frames wins games, man. I mean four K and eight K, that's fine, but at the same time it's like do you want to spend like your entire salary on, on on a rig that can actually run a 4K game at like 60 or 100 frames or 120 frames? No, but it also gets to the point where how how high of a resolution before you can even tell the difference. To me, I feel like if I'm playing a single player game, I don't need more than 60 frames. I just don't. But if I'm playing something competitive, whether it be CS:GO or Modern Warfare, or Overwatch or 
Valorant, which just came out. I want to have as many hurts. Shameless plug. <laughs> I want to have. Uh, listen, I don't trust me. I, I don't work for Riot Games. I promise you guys. But I do want the high refresh rates when I'm being competitive. I can't. I can't do with anything less than sixty. Anything. Anything at all. Nothing. If life, if life went less than sixty games and then sixty frames, I'd be so annoyed with life. Oh wow. Could you could you imagine? <laughs> like just walk outside and everything is at thirty frames a second. Hi, good morning. What the fuck is wrong with you? Be a weird life to live, right? Okay, so uh, all right, so let's talk about virtual assistant AI technology. So we're talking Alexa, Siri, Google Assistant. How do you feel about that trend? Uh I feel like some of them they it has potential. It has potential with um on the high end of it, it has potential. Not so much the little, the little one, except maybe Google Assistant. Um, but Siri and Alexa, that's, I, I feel like that's all bells and whistles. Like it's nice to be able to go into your apartment and say, hey Alexa, turn on the lights, or hey Alexa, do this or do that. Order me an Uber, whatever. Do you feel like it's just more of a, a comfortability thing, making your life a little bit easier and less of it being revolutionary? Oh, absolutely. No, absolutely. Absolutely. I um, I was telling you um, offline, I have my whole apartment hooked up with, with Alexa and um, the Philips Hue lights. So I have it set up, like I'll walk in, I'll be like, hey, Alexa, turn on the light. I have it set up by bedroom. I have it set up by light just in case I only want to turn on one specific light. Uh, and then at the end of the night, if I have all these lights on, instead of going around and just like clicking all of them off, I'll just say, hey, Alexa, good night. And Alexa will just turn off all the lights. That's convenient. She knows. She knows. But how much does she know? That's the thing. Not enough. Not enough. Yeah, I was going to say, I feel like we're, we're probably going to see a lot more of these devices, um, Alexa specifically, in people's households, just like your apartment, just for the ease of use and just for just saving time. Like if you're rushing in the morning, like I told you offline, if you want to order Uber, it's going to be a lot quicker to do it through Alexa than you pulling out your phone and, you know, opening up the app and ordering the Uber. Yeah, it will be. It will be. But then also gets to, like, how many things can you put Alexa in? Like, Amazon had this, um, this conference where they're just putting Alexa in everything to see how it, how it works. Like, how, how much can a smart product actually be smart? Like, I have, a, I have a fridge that came to my apartment that if you leave the door open, it beeps. And it just keeps beeping and beeping. And the whole point, I was just like, if it's so smart to start beeping, why isn't it smart enough to just close itself? <laughs> I need you to be smarter. Yeah, so it's like, okay, you're beeping, so I still got to get up and I got to go freaking close you. Why couldn't you just close yourself? Right. I don't know, that's probably just a laziness in me. But like, okay, like, um, I think one of the one of the products that they had, they put Alexa in like a toaster. <laughs> Why? So it's like, what, what, what are you going to do with that? You still have to go over there. You still have to set up the toast, and then you say, Alexa, make me a toast, and then she essentially just lowers the toast. It's the same thing with coffee. They got those Alexa, Alexa-enabled coffee makers but you still have to set up the coffee. So you're already there setting it up. It's not like you're going to go there, you're going to set it up and then go to your couch and say, Alexa, make me a cup of coffee. Mm-hmm. Unless you could set it up and then let's say, because you know how like some coffee makers would be on a timer. So you could probably be laying in bed and then just pull out your phone and then turn on your coffee maker from your bed. Right, but then you'd have to like pre-do everything, I guess. Eh. Yeah, I mean, you still have to pre-do it. Okay, fair enough. They're going to take over the world, man. They're going to take over the world. How do you feel about that? Yeah. <laughs> you about that? You, you think Skynet is coming? I don't. I don't. I don't, I don't. I don't think everything. Up? I don't think it's quite coming. And if it is coming, it's taking a fucking long time to come. For every for every time, they're just like, man, like 
for every time that I have this 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 fridge beeping and making me go over there and freaking close the door, I'm like, they're taking over. They're taking over. That's it. <laughs> it's a constant reminder. Like, all right, we're headed there. It's it's not that they're gonna take over the world by like you know just enslaving us. It's just frustrate just everybody. Just beep 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 beep. Come over here. Close this door. Right. Like I said, it's gonna be in everyone's household. It's gonna be fucking you know at Walmart. You remember Shepherd Image? Yes. Shepherd Image, and they had all those like really terrible tech stuff. It was like a, I what was like a like a stare half stereo half karaoke machine half coffee maker. It's just like who the hell invents this shit? Do you remember? Um, I mean, you're you're, you're close to my age. Uh, like the Hanna Barbera cartoons, like they'd air like these weird like model home like episodes or whatever, and had like this crazy like tech, but it wasn't really like crazy tech. It was just like tech in toasters and like fridges and stuff like that. Do you remember that? <laughs> definitely do not. You you are definitely showing your age right now, sir. Oh, I definitely am, man. It, it was it, it was it was crazy, but it kind of reminds me of um like the Jetsons, whereas like people are like trying to look into the future, kind of have some type of foresight as to like what we're going to have. But then you look at the Jetsons, you're like, oh, we're not, that doesn't really make much sense. We're not, and mm-hmm. either it doesn't make sense or we're not quite there yet. But like how like the, the 50s envisioned what the year 2000s were, like flying cars and stuff like that. Yeah, I want my flying car. But then like for every time I'm just like, man, I wish I had a flying car. And then I look at everybody on the street and I'm like, no, if I, if everybody had a flying car, I wouldn't be, I wouldn't be in the sky. I'd rather walk. What kind of car are you driving now? I have a 2017 GTI. Nice. I fucking love that thing, bro. I believe it. It's a very like, I believe it. Again, it, it the car shows my age. It's like it's it looks it does look sporty, but it feels sporty. Is that V6? Uh V4 turbo. Single or double? I think it's single. Um, I got a stick shift. I was gonna get DSG, but it costs more and I don't know. There's just something about you controlling the car with six shift that once you do it you can't go back. Nah. Nah, you really can't. Like, I like being on the road, and there's some fucking dickhead in front of me that's going 40 miles an hour on a fucking 60. And the the fact that I can just downshift and automatically get more power and fucking pass that asshole, you can't duplicate that. What are you driving? E-train, bro. Nah, man. I got the I got the the um, the work truck. That's it. Oh, that's right. That's right. Mr. Ford over here. Yeah. No, but I like I sold my car when when I came up here. And I miss it because I was driving since I was like 15. And then now it's what like, did you have? you have anything crazy or was it just like, no, I had, um, what I have, I had a Scion TC, like 2000, shit. I don't even know what freaking year that was. 2006. That's what it was. It was 2006 Scion TC. Uh, wasn't really for speed. For me, it was all comfort. I had a whole system in it, TVs, uh, sound system in it. And, uh, yeah, I paid the car off and maybe, a month after I paid the car off, I sold it, paid off. Yeah, paid off on my debt, and then I freaking came up here. And then I'm up here, and I'm just like, uh, I wish I had the car. You, you probably made the right choice. I mean, cars are horrible investments. No, absolutely. No, especially absolutely. you living in New York. But I mean, I'm. I guess I'm spoiled and and, and a moron all in one. Aw, bitch. <laughs> all right, let's get into uh, VR headsets. How do you how do you feel about VR headsets? Oh man, I want one so bad. I have but the uh, I, Oculus Rift. Oh, uh, you suck. Mm-hmm. It's great. It Don't get me wrong. It's 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 great, suck. but I feel it's hard to market that. It's 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 a really hard thing to market it because unless you go to like Best Buys and like B and H and like all these stores and try it for yourself, it's kind of hard to sell the experience of VR unless you actually experience it. Who do you, who do you think that's for though? 
that's just for us nerds. Never... Uh, it is. It is. It is for us nerds. Um, at the same time, I think I think it's hard because um, like when you buy a VR headset, you're buying it for like one, two, maybe like three games and a couple apps, and then that's that's it. It's pretty much it for now. Have you have you played yeah. Half Life, Alex? I have not. That's like the whole point to have a freaking VR headset right now. You you're supposed to get it to do that, but that's what like a thousand dollars? No, no way, man. Uh, mine was like four hundred. Really? Yeah, the Rift. Uh, but then again, I, I did buy mine like uh two years ago, and I know there's like different iterations of it now. But um, I spent four hundred dollars just to fucking watch virtual WWE and fucking <laughs> play VR chat and play fucking. <laughs> all these obscure games. <laughs> yeah, wait, wait, wait a minute. So if you're watching like virtual like VR WWE, is it like you're sitting like ringside? Yeah, you're ringside and everything's happening in front of you. Oh, that's pretty dope though. I think the way they do it is like they have specific cameras um set up in that position or whatever. And then like okay. it'll get taped and then like you go on the app and you could download it and it's like you're you're there. Oh, that's pretty dope. Do you need do you need the sensors for that? Like, do you need to like set up your whole room with the sensors? Yeah, and it comes with a headset. It comes with the two controllers and then two sensors, and then you get you have to calibrate it each time, um, t- so it knows like what gestures to make and how far you can stretch and stuff like that. And then once everything's calibrated, then you're you're, you're good to go. You make sure you don't like bang your knee into everything. Exactly. I was playing freaking um, Beat Saber on there. That game is fucking fun, man. But then again, I'm a sucker for like rhythm and music games. Like Guitar Hero and Rock Band was like my life for like years. No, Guitar Hero and Rock Band were the shit. To this day, that is the best co-op experience I've ever experienced. Like in any game, everybody fighting like, nothing... for the guitar, everybody fighting for the drum set. Well, well not just that, but nothing beats like having a full band, drums, guitar, bass, and someone singing, and then like you each get the overdrive, and you hit it at the same time. It's just such a that feeling is like amazing to me. Whoever wanted to sing though, nobody wanted to sing. Nobody was willing to to sing. <laughs> it was always It's funny though, because like those were the same people who sing their hearts out after the third or fourth fucking drink at the bar, the karaoke bar. But then you don't want to sing because it's a video game. It's nice. People watching, man. People watching. It's people watching. And not enough liquor in the system. It's not enough liquor in the system. Speaking of, I'm like. I'm empty. Yeah. Um, but um, yeah, that's that's pretty much how I feel about VR headsets. Um, they're fun, but I don't think they have a lot of like staying power. Was it worth it for you then? No. No. Uh, five G. How do you feel? How do you feel about the five G? And please don't say that. Uh, oh the- man. <laughs> no, you know exactly what I'm gonna say. You know exactly what I'm gonna say. That's how they get. No, man. Whoever t- t- says that. COVID-19 is being sent through 5G. You're a fucking idiot. Insane with these 5G radio towers that people have been saying that COVID gets transferred through. You've seen the memes. You're an idiot. Wait, whoever's defending it, you're an idiot. Go drink disinfectant. Go drink bleach, please. <laughs> 5G, absolutely, man. I love freaking 5G. It just makes everything faster. Why wouldn't you want everything faster? Netflix will be faster. More people is just... There's, there's so much information. There's so much data out there that everybody wants at the snap of their fingers and 5g can get it to you faster why would you want that i don't i i really don't understand that and i know you got those the the two types you got the millimeter wave and you got the actual i forgot what the other one was called um 
I wasn't aware there was there was two types. Yeah, because like the one that T-Mobile has out right now is the millimeter wave, I believe, and it covers a broader area, but is not as fast as the top of the line 5G. Well, I mean, T-Mobile has just like the the regular one, which is still essentially faster than what everybody has now, but like the 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 stronghold 5G sections, which I think I think the only places I don't I'm not sure if New York has it. I know Chicago does, and it only covers like you have to have a direct line to the antenna and it doesn't go through walls. So it's really no point. You're not going to get coronavirus if you're just hiding behind a door next to a 5G tower. Shut the fuck up. Yeah, that was the case in Chicago before, right? Yeah, exactly. But oh, their, their, their pizza and their, their cubs. Yo, fuck. <laughs> Yo. <laughs> fuck deep dish pizza. Like, nobody wants to eat pizza soup. Fuck out my face. <laughs> it's not real pizza. It's not, it's not a real thing. All right. Um, let's talk about, in your opinion, uh, what's the most important tech company? Ah, Shonda Dark. I'd say Tesla, man. Tesla. Tesla. Tesla is not. If anything significant happens in our lifetime, I will say it's because of Tesla. As far as as far as advancing tech, because their R and D with with batteries and space tech is insane insane like it's been a while since we've gotten that wow factor that we got from like like for example apple when the iphone first came like oh shit like again we vaporized all these physical items and now they're pocket like do you feel like tesla's gonna be the next one to do something like that tesla's absolutely gonna be the next one on it if we go so and what what i appreciate about tesla is that they're opening the competition so Mm -hmm. that's how we're gonna get advanced through competition so besides tesla you have and well uh tesla's uh subsidiary was a spacex you got um, Virgin Galactic, where they're trying to do the exact same thing. It was like, all right, so now it's like the race to Mars or whatever the hell. So <laughs> That's a nice race. That's awesome. Fuck it. Let's all do it. I, I'm, I'm fucking totally with it. But you also have like the technology and the research that goes into something as, as complex as shooting a rocket in the air, letting off a satellite, getting that same rocket to come right back down and land perfectly vertical mm-hmm. in a little platform in the middle of the ocean. What? <laughs> what? Are you fucking crazy? That's awesome. Let's do this shit every day. And then he'll have a live feed of it failing left and right. Because I think it was, I forgot how many, how many um, SpaceX rockets he had that actually failed. And he shows the failure of the rockets actually falling and collapsing. And he has the money to keep failing actually succeed well he's embracing it too right like you know you have you know everyone says in our day and age you know you should be documenting everything and people document stupid as shit tiktok videos and stupid as dances What's and that? shit like why wouldn't you want to document your your progress right you said document what tiktok what's up I, I guess i guess you're too cool for tiktok yo <laughs> oh, <no. laughs> you know what's crazy it's like with this quarantine i'm actually catching people on like balconies doing like TikTok dances and shit, and I'm over here just staring at it. I'm like, ah. Uh. You know what's funny? Uh, uh, COVID nineteen is solely responsible for blowing TikTok the fuck up. They really are. I already knew it was gonna be a thing. I I knew it was gonna catch on, but I think COVID nineteen kind of gave it that expedited boost. Like, all right, here we go. No one's doing anything, so make TikTok videos. Oh, but you also have a house party. Are you on a house party? The fuck is house party? You don't know what house party is? House party is like a it's like a video it's like a video chat app. Where you okay. can get like a certain you could, what's cool about it is that 
there's an app for it, but there's also a web app for it. So you could be on your laptop and actually use it. Mm-hmm. And you can have, I think, as many as like eight or nine people in a room. And then everybody's just there just talking shit to each other, like uh, just like a video conference. What is this, like AOL chat room? Yeah, kind of like a video conference and like a video chat room and everybody's just talking shit. Okay. But there's also like games that are attached to it. So you can like play games with each other. And it, it, it's pretty fun. It's pretty fun. I feel everyone just migrates from one app to the other. And all of them are doing dumb shit. And they're all doing dumb shit. I mean, and they're attracting, you know, I don't want to say consumer, but like the demographic is like teenagers for the most part. Like people said about Facebook, oh, no, college kids, this and that. Ha ha. That's funny. Everyone, their mother on Facebook migrated from MySpace. And then Instagram, oh, it's for photographers and influencers. Nope. Everybody and their mother on Instagram. And it's the same thing with TikTok. It's it's sad. I like what they're doing, but I just don't like the social aspect of it. Like, I don't think it's providing that much value. No, no, absolutely not. Absolutely not. But they don't need the value. All they need is the data. Yeah. The numbers. Sure. That's that's all it is that matters. I mean, you're always going to have teenagers doing dumb shit. Like, how much dumb shit did you do when you were a teenager? Just that we didn't have cameras readily available at every moment in order to Very record true. the dumb shit that we did. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Snapchat specifically has evolved a lot. I remember when they first tried getting into Snapchat. They was like, "Yeah, download Snapchat. It's like the nice, it's it's it's, it's a cool thing to do now." And I'm like, "All right, all right, all right cool. Like, like, well, what is it? What, what's it? What's it all about?" Yeah, you send messages and, and pictures, and then they 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 disappear. I'm like, what "The fuck? Why would I want to do that?" It's for nudes. What it's for? It's a little weird. Like it, it was a it was a it was a social network that basically just branded itself on getting, receiving and sending nudes and then having it disappear. And then I think their, their stock tanked and then it, it completely rebranded itself to this new thing where kind of Instagram, but you can also kind of send nudes on it. It's weird, man. It's really weird. People are, I mean, I guess people are being innovative, but not for the right reasons, right? I mean, what's the right reason for you? It might not necessarily be the right reason for me. Okay, fucking philosophical master over here. I'm just—I mean, just saying. I mean, we're we're having a, a a nice conversation. I'm just trying to give you some some perspective on shit. It's not my fault. You're uncultured swine. <laughs> Jesus Christ! I'm not gonna have you sit here and insult me on my podcast, right? My apologies. My apologies. I won't let that happen. I think this is the perfect segue to uh, privacy. How do you feel about privacy in tech? Ah, it's. Everybody likes their privacy. It's funny because it's like everybody would, they want to have their privacy. But those same people that say they want to have their privacies are the ones that are putting out that information in the front. So it's like, okay, you want your privacy. Mm-hmm. Just don't say anything. Don't put it out there for everybody to know. But then it's also like, I look at it as is like anything that I type in my computer or anything that I look for on my phone is going to be somewhere. There's going to be a blip on it in some company's computer or whatever, and they're going to be able to track whatever it is that I'm doing. I've accepted. So for you, it's like you should, so you're basically you're saying people should just kind of accept the fact that no matter what your data is going to be stored somewhere. Yes. And I, and I think I think I agree with you because I feel like unless you're 
a celebrity or you have some type of like following or you're someone of importance, I don't think anyone's going to try to look at your nudes. All right. I don't think you're that important. <laughs> Are you talking to me specifically? Yo. Yeah. You Danny. Yo. Yeah. You specifically. No, Yo. I'm kidding. I mean, I mean in general, I'm feeling personally attacked here on your podcast, <laughs> but it's, it's like, it's not so much the companies, but it's also like, like right now you got this, some, um, you got this. I don't know if you follow politics. I know there's not really the, the place to actually talk about that, but there's a um, specific bill that's going through, through the ranks right now. That's going to end, no pun intended, end to end encryption, which is basically everything that's out there. Every message that you send on iPhone, every message that you send on WhatsApp, a bunch of the other programs signal yeah. are with end-to-end encryption. So there is some, you know, some comfort in knowing, okay, everything that I'm sending to my significant other or or any anything personal that I send is going to be private. But then now if this keeps going on, then it's like, okay, then it's not really private. WhatsApp, and it'll say it right at the top of every WhatsApp message. It'll say this, this thread is, is secure with end-to-end encryption. And iMessage, everything is automatic end-to-end encryption. But then if this bill passes, forget about that. Forget about that. I think I heard about this a couple of weeks ago. Or is this recent? Mm, I would say a couple of weeks ago. It's called, a, it's called the Earn It Act. I might have seen, like, maybe I saw like a link or something. I didn't. Okay. Question, do you got a webcam? Uh, I have one on my uh, XPS 15, yeah. Do you have tape over it? <laughs> no. No? Not yet? After this, you're like, oh, shit. I'm going to go put some tape on that shit right now. <laughs> I'm actually, I'm going to put tape over my fucking camera on my phone. People always forget about that one. Yeah, right? There's this uh, comic called The Private Eye. I don't know if you heard of it. Uh, so it's interesting because it's like basically this like, it's basically like our world, but there's like a digital cloud burst and it exposes everyone's worst secrets. So like everyone is exposed because all their data is in the cloud and um, everyone has to assume a secret identity in order to protect themselves. It's a pretty interesting comic. I think you'd like it. What's it called? Uh, the Private Eye. I'm going to look it up. That actually sounds pretty dope. It's fucking wild, dude. Yeah. It's pretty crazy. But, like, imagine some shit like that happened, dude. Like, it'd be insane. That's just whatever episode of, uh, what's that episode of Black Mirror? A Black Mirror. You know, I still haven't seen that fucking show to this day. You haven't seen that show? No. I'm, I'm really behind on my shows, to be honest. There's this one episode. It's funny that we talk about this and we talk about, like, social networking. There's this one episode where everybody is basically, like, a live social network. Like, that's what life is. And everybody's given a, a, a like, social network score. Like depending on how what they do and like how much how much shit that they post and how much likes that they get and shit like that, and that score that they have can can affect any loans that they get, uh, um, the ability for them to get a job, all this crazy shit. Reminds me of that for sure. And then I think that was like a few years ago. Well, when we're, when we're off um, when we're offline, I'll send you the the episode. And then. Cool, cool. Sometime last year, I think it was either China or Japan, started doing the same shit. That's insane, dude. It's fucking crazy. You walk around and then it's like facial recognition everywhere and everybody has a 
score that they have to maintain. And then if they get a lower score, then they could get arrested or whatever. It's it's weird seeing like all these TV shows and like documentaries and stuff kind of try to predict what's going to happen. And it's funny because like they miss like nine times out of ten. But that one time they think like, you, do you remember that fucking weird ass documentary called The Zeitgeist that came out like years ago? Oh, my God. Yeah. I took long it back. Time ago. Didn't I? Right. Jeez. Now you're showing your age. Jesus. Jeez. Sorry, guys. But yeah, you remember where it was going, where it's like corruption, the banks own everything. And then there was like, oh, eventually we're going to be chipped. Well, I heard that Sweden had those chips. Really? Yeah, and it's it controls like it. I think like your bank account stuff with that. You can make purchases with it. Um, and I'm like, that's scary, and it's also interesting, but it's also realistic because I know Sweden's like pretty ahead on tech. So I guess it would make sense for them to implement that. But then like, you tell that to a 12 year old Skellen, and he's freaking the fuck out. That's crazy. I'm gonna have to freaking look up some shit like that. All right, last question. What three pieces of tech do you feel everyone should own? Hmm. Well, uh, I would say has to be a cell phone. 100%. Has to be a cell phone. Yeah. Uh, I would say a good TV. I feel like you got to have a good TV in order to watch your shows. And I will say a fitness tracker. Wow. Curveball. Fitness tracker. Yeah. I would say a fitness tracker. Uh, because do you, feel, you need to. Do you feel it's necessary though? Because c- couldn't you just download an app? Yeah. But like, think about, think about how many times you put your phone down. Mm-hmm. Right. Like you'll be picking your phone. Okay. You put your phone down then you go somewhere and then you, you know, you leave your phone where it is or sometimes they'll take it with you. It doesn't really have like an accurate. Reading, yeah, yeah, yeah. Accurate reading. If you just get like a small little fitness track or whatever, track your steps, track your calories. Just like the the way it is right now, especially right now that everybody's like kind of quarantined, you need to be able to know how many calories you're burning just to try to stay healthy, man. Yeah, you're right. Like I feel like a lot of people don't realize that we're built to move. Like we shouldn't be stagnant. We shouldn't be just fucking watching 10 hours of Netflix. Like at some point you got to get your ass up. And you need to move and you need to get the blood pumping and you need, again, like you said, how many calories you're burning. So, yeah, I feel like you're right. Like having that piece of technology is definitely going to help with that. You also track your sleep. Like, I don't know about you, man, but I don't even know what day it is. (laughs) I've lost track of days. I've lost track of time. I wake up at eight and then all of a sudden I blink and it's 12. You know, it's yeah, that's that's. That's how it is. And just having like a nice little fitness track where you can be able to, ma- and listen, just because, just because you made one chicken nugget come in, in the beginning of the podcast and then a uh, fitness tracker at the end doesn't make this a health episode. Okay. So don't fuck out with that shit. But, <laughs> but yeah, man, I, I feel like with, with everything that's going on right now, people are actually going to be more focused on their health. For sure. And I know some of these health trackers have, um, have O2 sensors in it that can actually track the oxygen in your blood. Mm. I think that uh, I think the Apple Watch actually has it. So okay, that's nice. So you don't have to buy a separate device. You can just like buy no, no, that. No, no, no. I watch. Yeah, you know, just have the same one. Do you have the smartwatch? I do not. I don't know. I I don't know how I feel about smartwatches. To be honest, man. No. I feel like yeah. it's a wonderful asset, but I feel like if someone bought it for me, cool. But I don't know if I want to go out of my way to buy it. It's a very nice compliment to your phone. 
it's great for the gym. It's great for, you know, quick messages while you're driving. Cause I know you got a stick car. So there's not going to be a lot of times where you're actually going to be on your phone. Trying to sell me on it, man. What's going on here? Who do you work for? Uh, chicken nugget industry. I don't know, man. <laughs> you guys produce tech. <laughs> I don't know what the fuck you're talking about right now. Um, but no, it's, it's, it's a good compliment. It's good for the gym. Uh, mm-hmm. good for like quick notifications, you know, good music player. It's waterproof and it's small enough where you can actually go to sleep with it and it tracks your sleep. Mm-hmm. Like it, it's pretty good. I got the, I had the fuck, which is the one that I got the gear sport two. So which would you recommend for me? I mean, I obviously have an iPhone. Apple watch. You don't probably really need anything crazy. So just like the basic one, like, I don't think you're going to be making phone calls from your watch. I don't think you're going to be that, that one guy, Scotty, you know, or captain's log. No, you're not going to do any of that shit. You're just going to need to like a quick text music. Maybe exercise a little bit and that's it. You're a good man, so I'm going to um take that advice and maybe next week you'll see me with that watch on. Aww. Yeah. Alrighty, so I think that all about covers it. I hope you guys enjoyed this week's episode. I sure as hell did. Danny, I appreciate you being on the podcast, man. You're a gentleman and a scholar. And if all these beautiful people wanted to follow you, where could they find you? Uh, Follow me on uh, Instagram, Danny underscore Ocean 3612. Uh, Shout out to Team Squirtles. Um, Hey. Hey. Uh, That's it, man. I post a lot of pics of my dog. So if you like dogs, Go ahead and follow me. Who doesn't love dogs, right? Who doesn't love dogs? And you can ask Ellen. My dog is a cutie. Mm, absolutely. She's actually bothering me right now to freaking go take her for a walk. She's being a brat. Is she really? <laughs> yeah, she's she's literally like pawing at me right now. <laughs> nice. All right, guys. Hope you enjoy your day. Goodbye.